0: This is the Steelers standard on Steelers Nation Radio and podcast on Steelers.com. It's Pro Bowl Sunday. Doesn't that just rev your engine, baby? Don't you just yeah? Love it's the
1: best game of the year.
0: It's the best game. Best of the year, athletic right?
1: competition worldwide.
0: We're still going to give some shine to the Pro Bowl in this episode. We're going to talk about the Steelers who are going to be playing in the game, and kind of just you know, I mean, you you know about their stories this year, but we'll we'll highlight their. There are great moments throughout the season as well. Um, we're going to do some NFL headlines before we start, but you know what? Actually, I'm a little chilly in
1: here. It's cold. And it's like freezing rain out
0: there. These NFL headlines are they are tough to read sometimes. I need a little fire going. You want a fire? I need Jim Morrison me and light my fire,
1: baby. Mmm. 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 Ah. What is your favorite thing? Fireside meal—it's <laughs> gotta be like soup, right?
0: Like, a like what stew. else do you Or like a—you know what my favorite fireside meal is? Baked beans. <laughs> keep them in the can. Just put them over the fire. Pops the lid right off when they're ready. Take a fork and eat them. I will answer seriously now okay. and say probably hot dogs and like baked beans. Like, I love baked beans, dude. They're the best. Sometimes I'll just I just. I don't know why people don't like. Baked I don't beans. get it either, man. But sometimes if I'm looking for a lunch throughout the work day and I'm at home, just throw some baked beans on the stove. That's a great honestly, lunch. people
1: who don't like baked beans have never tried baked beans. I agree with that. I would bet,
0: and they're like I'm saying, it's a filling enough lunch
1: just to have yeah, baked it's really beans. Good. Just to have beans. Baked beans with like a barbecue, at like a barbecue restaurant too. Oh my god, I just want baked the beans. Sweeter right. kind. I just want baked beans. Oh,
0: and with a little bacon in it, like little chunks mm-hmm. of bacon brown sugar oh, mm. bacon. Beans. <laughs> first headline i want to jump into is obviously having to do with the brian flores situation and what a great segue into that after doing a homer simpson impression saying beans but now we're seeing the di- denials come out right and and you knew that was coming the giants deny the allegations and lay out the timeline of how this actually happened and Elway comes out now who was accused of being disheveled and hungover in his interview with Flores, which made Flores think this is just a sham interview to satisfy the Rooney rule. Um, he came out and said these are false and defamatory comments and blah 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 blah. And I knew that these were coming because no one is they're in, just the, no sit one's idly in the by business. And take it. Yeah, no one's in the business of admitting that they're wrong in this country, uh-huh. especially these kind of people in positions of power, power like this. Right? And you know, you just you wish that some of these guys in these positions would apply the same energy towards actually fixing some of these racial Rather injustices. than just
1: denying that they were wrong of it.
0: And they put all the energy and all the resources mm-hmm. into lawyers and saying, this is defamatory and we'll countersue and blah, blah, blah. And they have so much passion for making sure that everybody knows they're not racist instead of just acting not racist. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's very, very I troubling. am the least
1: racist person least that I know. It, when I
0: see these denials, especially the Elway one, Which rubbed me wrong, saying false and defamatory. Uh, I know you're lying like I know that you're just in total defense mode. Now the Giants maybe they do have something and they can say, "Oh, the timeline was off and Bill Belichick didn't know what he was talking about." I don't
1: know. I don't believe it though. I don't believe it at all. I'm just
0: saying they have a little bit more wiggle room where you could probably make sense of it as opposed to Elway just looks like a You what you you're a hotshot super Bowl winning quarterback Elway. I I know you tie one off at night. Like you get drunk as hell <laughs> and and you're not probably taking your GM job super seriously like Look at Urban Meyer. Exactly. You remember, right? remember that video like for Urban Meyer? These guys Meyer? party. Hate to break your bubble, yeah. but they party. And I got to be honest with you, John Elway, I just, it's a team without an owner right now in Denver. So it's uh-huh. kind of like a rudderless ship who's keeping the GM in check, the president of football operations in check. I guess the GM and the president of football operations. Right. And that leads to, you know, getting a little drunk. And you know what? I bet you knew you were going to hire Nathaniel Hackett. But that means you still have to go through the process mm-hmm. and take the interview seriously with Flores. You can't just kind of sit there looking all disheveled, trying to get through the yeah. next 30 minutes as fast as you can so you can call your buddy Nate and say, hey, congrats, we, filled all, we fulfilled all the Rooney Rule policies. We can hire you now, buddy.
1: So I don't understand the discrepancy then against, or from your perspective of the Belichick thing. No, I'm not saying,
0: I think it actually happened that way. I'm just, what I was trying to say is that you look at two denials. Elway's comes off as, I can totally see through that, no question, you're just lying. The Giants, I think I see through it, but I could see them. I, I could see their side of it where it's like, well, that was the timeline was wrong. Whoever said that to Bill was wrong. I hadn't made my decision yet. Like, that's an easier Maybe. lie. That's an easier lie, I think, to get away with. Maybe. But I think they're Still both lied. I think they're both lying. Still lying. And the most damning evidence that they have is that, that Belichick text. The text. Because then it proves. And it it's really, so that's, what, that's where
1: I really side with Flores here is because Belichick's an. Old dude. I mean, at the time, texting is whatever. But Belichick could easily just typed in Brian and seen the first one and thought, oh, well, the phone knows what I'm trying to do. It's really gonna... old. He's not on TikTok. He's not on Snapchat. iMessage you know, gives him trouble, clearly. Like, he's
0: an old man. Like, this this was an honest mistake from Belichick, 100%. But in doing so, I think he just inadvertently gave the spark to a fuse on a powder keg that could potentially unnecessarily
1: could have been avoided.
0: Absolutely. Could have been avoided. None. I don't think this, this lawsuit. And I don't know, I can't put myself in the shoes of Brian Flores. Maybe he was feeling these rightful thoughts long before the Belichick text happened. But I have an inkling that the text happens from Belichick and then they kind of work their way through and it's like wrong bill or wrong Brian, excuse me. And Flores is kind of just like, okay, now this is ridiculous. Like, sure. now I know. Like, at first, it was probably just hunches from him. Right, like, now he has feelings. confirmed, like... Bad feelings. And he's, like, sitting at home, he's like, oh, maybe it was a sham interview, but then he's like, you know, he has a little drink, and he's like, maybe I'm just well, maybe overthinking, I'm just over-thinking it. things. I'm just nervous. Yeah. Instead, he no. gets hardcore evidence <laughs> that he doesn't even have to speculate anymore. Have I, Have you seen the text? Uh, Yeah, doesn't Bill, like, go, like, oh, F, I'm sorry, like...
1: So someone said the most damning takeaway from this isn't that the Patriots, or I'm sorry, the Giants messed up, or Flores really got screwed over here. It's, I never knew Bill Belichick was such an animated texter. <laughs>
0: there were emojis, right? Didn't he have, yeah, like, mad face like emojis? That. And, like, he had, like, the uh, the guy with steam coming out of his ears emoji. Would never have
1: guessed he was an emoji guy.
0: Never would have guessed it. He spoke in all emojis in one of the texts, I think, that he sent to Flores. Uh, next headline I want to talk about in the NFL is just... Uh, kind of funny, not really a real headline, and certainly a transition from what we were just talking about as far as seriousness is concerned. Uh, this headline might seem a little tame when I first read it. The Bengals head indoors to prep for the Super Bowl. Now, here's the thing. Here's what makes that different. The Bengals are the only team in the NFL that doesn't currently have their own indoor practice facility. Wow.
1: I I know, right?
0: Well, Mike Brown's a cheap bastard. He's not paying for anything. So they have never practiced indoors with Zach Taylor Taylor as their head coach. They are finally doing it this week because they thought it would be a good idea. That's a difference maker then. With the dome that they would practice indoors. They're going to the University of Cincinnati to practice under their bubble. You know those like bubbles that they put up at tennis courts? courts, Yeah. That's where they're practicing. I'm surprised they didn't
1: do that before. Since when do the, How do you not have a dome? Since How when do, do the Bearcats have better f- facilities than the Bengals? Well, I don't know if they have better facilities.
0: I just think they put up a giant bubble. You know what That's I mean? Like, since, okay, since when do the Bearcats legit... take
1: better precautions against weather? I don't know.
0: Well, they're a college football playoff team. Good wow.
1: point. You know what? Wow, Cincinnati's having a lot of success right now. Good in point. Football. I don't like this. But you... uh, I have nothing against the Bearcats. But Cincinnati. You close. still have never been to Cincinnati. Yes, I have. T- you were young. Yes, I
0: have. I was in college. Oh, I you was were? at a Reds and Pirates game. How dare you? It's a lot of fun. It's not that fun. <laughs> so, <laughs> you're coughing at how fun it is. I lied. <laughs> so, I mean, it's it's unfathomable that there's not an indoor practice facility at, at any of these NFL teams, especially for a team that plays in Cincinnati, Ohio. Also, <laughs> like
1: it's freezing half also, the football season. Also, do yourselves a favor. You're you're about to travel to Los Angeles. You know what I mean? Like, you don't have to kill yourself outside anymore to prepare for a bad weather game. That's I think their point is they're saying we gotta we're going to play in a dome. Why would we practice? Outside? I get I get practicing if you're if you're an outdoor northern team that gets bad weather well they had to go to Tennessee and they had
0: to go to kansas practicing city practicing so in the bad yeah. weather
1: to prepare yourself for game conditions but you're you're going to la where there it's, it's it's a stadium it's an enclosed stadium well that's the thing like
0: this but that's what's so funny about this headline to me is that week to week say the steelers go to minnesota oh let's move our practices indoors this week we can't be playing in we a can't. Oh, we're going to be playing outdoors at Cleveland this weekend? Okay, well, let's go outside and play in the snow just so we get our bodies used to the elements. Like, if all 31 teams can do that.
1: The Bengals should be able to. Except for the
0: Bengals. Build a roof over your damn field, Mike Brown. You're about to win a Super Bowl, potentially, for God's sake. Oh. They win their first Super Bowl ever. All right, it's enough of the headlines. Let's move on to the Pro Bowl. Okay. Let's talk about the Steelers in the Pro Bowl. Sounds good. TJ Watt, Cam Hayward. Deontay Johnson and Najee Harris. Now, TJ and Cam, they obviously got there legitimately. They were voted in and were not a replacement. First
1: ballot Pro Bowl.
0: That's a good way to put it. Thank you. Najee and Deontay Johnson were
1: added into the Pro Bowl because? You had two guys in the division. Uh, and Jamar Chase and Joe Mixon. It who comes back to the damn bangles. You lately. do not want to risk injury.
0: No, they do not.
1: We're, I wonder how much fun how the Pro Bowl would, would that be, be if
0: Jamar was out there. Like, in, I wonder
1: how much fun the Pro Bowl would be if it was somehow after the Super Bowl. And it used
0: to be. That's when it used to no,
1: be. No, 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 no. It was always before.
0: Wasn't it? No. It was
1: after the Super Bowl. In War. our lifetime, it was always before. No.
0: They used to have it after the Super Bowl, and people would play in it all the time. I don't know. And it would be in Hawaii. That. Hawaii, it was the best movie. Well, that's Hawaii. where they screwed it up. They brought it to put Orlando. Put it in Hawaii. Don't put it in Orlando, Florida. Like, players don't want to go to. Well, at least
1: Vegas is better than Orlando.
0: That's true. And they're going up against the uh, Hockey All-Star, too. It's a freaking crazy time. I didn't realize the Vegas. NHL All-Star game and was also there. both same weekend and Vegas.
1: Vegas is going to have a lot a of star power you in Vegas, Vegas right now.
0: I would love to go to Vegas. A lot of star power in Vegas right now. Uh, TJ Watt and Cam Hayward start with those two since they made it. I mean, what more can you say? I mean, they're two of the best players and one of the best defense in football. Their first team all pros. Cam
1: Hayward was the best defensive lineman this year.
0: Yes. T.J. Watt was the best outside linebacker this year. Best
1: linebacker. T.J.
0: Watt was the best defensive player yes. overall yes. on the entire NFL spectrum. He was the best safety. Um, obviously with T.J. Watt the thing that stands out the most is the sack record. But with Cam the thing that stands out the most is the batted it passes. It's just remarkable to see him. Ha- have, was it lead, 4 or
1: 5? To lead your team in pass breakups as a D lineman.
0: It's unheard of man. It really is, and it shows his athleticism, and it shows his just skill as a football player. Um, My favorite play from Cam Hayward this year was obviously in the Chargers game. The rundown. How could you not? The rundown. But is that also
1: simultaneously the most frustrating play? Because how does does he escape everybody else that was trying to contain him, including the middle linebackers, including... Some guys in the secondary. You know what? He also that 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 image of Cam mid stride while there are two zealers defenders who were thrown to the ground or just laying there.
0: His interception against Chicago was pretty cool too. I have to put that up there as well. T.J. Watt's best play of the year? For me personally, the
1: Baltimore game.
0: No, my favorite personal play. You uh, best play is the wrong way to put it. My favorite personal play. Okay. When he didn't rush and just stopped and stayed in the lane and then jumped up and batted Baker Mayfield, and then I, I, Tom, I knew you were gonna say and that. And then one. he pointed right He's back like, at him and he you're said, too "You're short. too short, small to be out of too here." Too short,
1: buddy. He was gonna rush, stop, just kind of. You know who did that went, a lot? Just jumped up. You know and who, who did that a lot? James Harrison. That's how he got That's the he interception. Got the in the Super Bowl. Yeah, bake the rush, drop back.
0: It's a good guy to model your career after. Although I think T.J. Watt's better.
1: I agree. I mean. Overall, and then you could say statistically too, he holds the individual season sack record for the franchise now, by a fat margin of six, six and a half sacks. Six and a half sacks. Oh yeah.
0: margin. He's got to be close to the top of the list as far as career sacks on the franchise.
1: I, I, you know, it's so unfortunate to be a fan of the Steelers, knowing or not knowing what Joe Green or Jack Lambert or any of those guys' numbers truly were.
0: Yeah, because they just they didn't keep any of this. That's so. I wonder why. If this is up-to-date... Like, a
1: sack was a play. It's not like they said the quarterback was taken down and never labeled it.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what they would call I guess they would just call it, like, a tackle for a loss or a loss back then. I don't I guess. Yeah, that's a good... Okay, so this is up-to-date. This chart is up-to-date. James Harrison is the franchise leader in sacks with 80. 77.
1: Jason, wait, wait, keep that in mind. 80. T.J. Watt eclipsed... Eclipsed... More than a quarter of that in one year.
0: Well, okay, here's the... Jason Gildon is in second with 77. James Harrison got to 80 in 177 games. 158 games for Gildon to get to 77. Third place all-time <laughs> is TJ Watt. He has 72 sacks in 77 games. Oh,
1: my God. He is,
0: and this will happen next year if he stays healthy, he is eight sacks away from being the franchise's all-time leader in sacks. Eight games, or eight sacks away. That's insanity. And, by the way, number four all-time is running mate, Cam Hayward, with 68 sacks. So Love that. You're seeing some of the best sackers ever. Is that a term, sacker? You're seeing some of the best sackers ever in Steelers history right in front of your eyes right now. Steelers when I Station.
1: think of sacker, I think like a potato sacker, just like a stock boy in a grocery store. Let's slip
0: over to the offense. I'm going to ignore that you even just said that. And... <laughs> No one really deserved to be in the Pro Bowl offensively, except for probably Najee. But there's a lot of good running backs when it comes to the uh, AFC. And you can't really fault them for taking Chubb and taking um, Mixon in front of them. No. But Mixon drops out, and you get lucky. And I hate when people are like, Oh, well you're only there because someone dropped out. Well you have to be on the cusp. Like you have to be the next right. guy up.
1: Also too, consider this Pro Bowl is fan based.
0: Yes. hundred percent. That's the voting aspect of it. So
1: it's okay. not unimaginable for Bengals fans to think to themselves, Oh my god, we finally have a good player. We're spamming the NFL text lines. We're sending our guys we're sending our guys over. Right? It's kinda like how in the NHL there are, in the NBA, there are all these guys making these all-star teams that have no business being there. Like Clay Thompson, who is coming back for after two years off because of diff- two different injuries. He's barely playing, but he, and he just started playing like three weeks ago. But he's going to get named to the all-star name just because it's fan-based.
0: So, I agree with the fan-based thing, but... I'm throwing Jonathan Taylor, Nick Chubb, and Joe Mixon at you. Are you really that upset that they got in over Harris? Are you, uh, are Chubb, you, maybe. Are you that Chubb upset significant that time. someone said that they're better than Harris?
1: Chubb missed some significant But I still time. think Chubb is better than Harris. Overall, but this year, what did those two guys do? Stack them up next to each other. But here's
0: So I definitely think that Harris could have the claim to dethrone Chubb. Deontay Johnson, I don't think, had a claim to dethrone any of the guys that landed in front of him. The only one maybe being Keenan Allen. But, I mean, it's Keenan Allen. Like, that guy's an established pro bowler, right. all pro type He's of He's done player. it
1: before. You have never done
0: it before. And what's the one thing that Deontay Johnson is having trouble with? The yips, the drops. Very good. And what's the one thing Keenan Allen does maybe better than anybody? He ain't dropping line, huh? anything. He's one of the most security blanket wide receivers in the NFL, but... Yeah, Tyreek Hill, Jamar Chase, Stephon Diggs, and Keenan Allen were the four that were selected. Deontay gets to go to replace Jamar Chase. Do,
1: do we really think Deontay's the fifth best receiver in the AFC? I think it's definitely possible. I, you know what? I think that, uh,
0: to be quite honest, TBQH. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, I, I think... know we're, wait, 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 I where we are going to go. You're going to say Kelsey? No. Well, because Kelsey's a in. better pass catcher.
0: Oh, yeah. More than Keenan Allen, too, in my mind. Maybe more than Stephon Diggs, honestly. I think Jamar Chase's running mate in Cincinnati might be top five before D.A. Wow. T. Higgins had a 1,000-yard season, and, man, under the radar, the type of catches he was making against the Chiefs. He had 100 yards, right, against the Chiefs in the AFC Championship so, yeah. game? And a big third-down conversion late in that game. But
1: if you're throwing in tight ends also, you got to throw in Mark Andrews and you got to throw in Kelsey 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 above, above yeah. him, too.
0: Would you take T Higgins or Deontay Johnson right
1: now? Right now, I would take T. I don't know. How much older is T? Maybe by one year, if that. Yeah, so that doesn't make a difference. He just came out of Clemson. That doesn't make a difference. I'd probably go T
0: then. I know. They I hate. I hate really. You know, they're a really good team in Cincinnati, and it really takes But you I, off.
1: I would say that's about it, right? Everyone else below them, um, Michael Pittman out of Indianapolis doesn't really do it for you. Hunter Renfro, give it another year, maybe. Brandon Cooks is still kicking it.
0: Mm, I'd take Deontay over
1: Brandon. Gomes. I'd take yeah, I would as well. The one guy who I think could possibly surpass maybe both um, Higgins and Deontay, Jalen Waddle. Pretty good.
0: Yeah, I like Jalen Waddle was definitely the best rookie wide receiver next to Chase. Mm-hmm. Wow, I almost forgot about Chase when I said that. But <laughs> in, in really any almost year, that's.
1: The best he's the best wide get. receiver he set yeah. the record for receptions as far as yeah, the review is concerned So weird that he did that and not his Alabama teammate who just won the Heisman Devontae Smith he had a really good year as a receiver too so. he did There's their numbers are almost identical their numbers I can pull it up yardage wise they were less than 100 yards away however Jalen Waddell had 104 catches and Devontae Smith had 64 40 less
0: Will you watch the Pro Bowl at all? This, yeah, this, for this sure. To sum it up here. For sure. Put are they
1: still doing stuff? like the dodgeball stuff? Like the, yeah, the skill competition. Then yeah, those hell yeah. Those are way more fun. Hell than yeah, the I'm gonna game. watch it. Oh, I'm gonna watch those, and then maybe stick around for the game.
0: So, do those
1: not, happen though on Saturday? I think those are Saturday. Okay, well then for sure. I'm looking through the rosters right now, and I'm trying to think of snubs. Pens don't, Pens don't play this weekend, so yeah. Why wouldn't I watch? I'm, those? I'm
0: looking. For, I'm looking for snubs and. Think there's really that many that are egregious. Are you left saying on off offense or defense? On both sides of the ball for the AFC. The one that comes out to mind that's not in it because all the AFC quarterbacks are there is Josh Allen. Oh. Josh Allen's not there. It's Lamar, it's Patrick, and it's Justin Herbert.
1: I was going to say two.
0: And Burrow's not there either now that I think well, about then, it. He's not there. But. He wouldn't have gone anyway, but he didn't make it. That is kind of weird. And I would have liked to see Josh Allen in this kind of an event.
1: Would you, I mean like would he really do it? like the does Pro it surpri- Bowl just doesn't do it? Okay, anymore. so
0: with that sentiment, does it surprise you that Mahomes didn't pull out like Rodgers pulled out and Brady obviously said he's not going because he retired?
1: Um. Yeah, I kind of did. Surprise, Mahomes is
0: there. Like, yeah, Mahomes why? been there, done that. Right? Why? I don't know. I think I think that kind of game. He no, likes like because, why? Like why are you there? Well, I think he kind of likes it because no threat of getting hit, and he can just do Mahomes crap all day where he's running around like crazy and bombing it to Hill with no mm-hmm. consequences all game long. Um, but yeah, I, I think there's just no incentive for these guys to be really in this game at all, especially when it's not a real football game. I mean, they can't really hit as hard as they usually do. They, you know, Once once they start to wrap the running back, they kind of ease up and the running back stops running a little bit, and they get the whistles to blow, and they, they shake each other's hands and go back to the huddle. It's -hmm. It's really more like a dry walkthrough in practice Mm that you watch than it is an actual football game. But the one thing I will say that's great. What's that? It is just something about those helmets all mismatched on the field together that revs my engine since I was a little boy. I love it. I love looking at a Buccaneers helmet snapping to a Packers quarterback with a Bengals guy on the other side next to a Chiefs helmet. Like all the mismatching helmets is just Chef's kiss to me. So I will tune into the Pro Bowl just for that aesthetically pleasing
1: aspect of it. That's fine.
0: Another question I have for you. Sure, hit me. Did you like it better when they drafted?
1: Like when it was like 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 NBA does, like Team Chris Carter, Team Team Michael Irwin. No, I. I I, I don't know why you I, like don't, AFC I don't really, versus NFC I don't really love it in the NBA either I don't really I love it I don't you. really love it in in, in hockey either I, I kind of conference w- I think conference yeah is the that's what it's go. supposed to be
0: and I think you you get kind of that you don't get it anymore because there's just no real pride in the Pro Bowl, but it, at least you kind of get some sort of uh, competitive juices going like where it's our like, conference we're is a better. team here Versus that team there. We're
1: like, our, our conference is better. Yeah,
0: exactly. And maybe it's not motivating you all throughout the week. But, like, once you're in the game and you kind of get hit a little bit, maybe you're like, okay, I kind of hate the NFC right now.
1: Like, let's beat the NFC. So it's The weird thing, though, is that, like, I don't ever hate the NFC. The only teams I hate out of the NFC are the Dallas and the Packers. And
0: I got to hate one more, right? There's got to be another team no. I hate out of the NFC. And I'm really not that hateful towards the Packers.
1: It's just because they beat the Steelers in the in the Super Bowl. We don't talk about that on the If they show. don't, I look at them the same way I look at the Seahawks and, and the and the Cardinals. Just cute little – And, you know, I kind of I kinda kind of like of it man. even more, too, because that was probably the best team that the Steelers faced out of all three Historically, teams. Historically, for sure. Historically, for sure. And the Steelers still beat them. They didn't, however. We wish they did.
0: That'll do it for this episode of Steelers Standard. Enjoy the Pro Bowl this weekend if that's your cup of tea. We will be back again next week with some fresh episodes. We're going to the Pro
1: Bowl. Guess what? We were selected as the Pro Bowl team for broadcasting. We're going
0: to Vegas. That's right. But next week we are ramping up the Super Bowl talk. It is Super Bowl time, so make sure you're tuning in for that. But for Jacob Recht, I'm Tom Offerman. Have a good weekend, and we'll talk to you next week.